attention. I'm Stephanie Hansen and you are here. We are the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie March. <laughs> Stephanie March, food and dining editor at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. I feel like I keep introducing you. I know, it's good though. Because you just say, I'm Stephanie March. I'm like, no, you are the Stephanie March. And I'm just here to drink and eat. Okay, but that is like <laughs> yes. the Lord's work yes. through As the state we fair. all are. Yes. That is, that is what people come to us for. I'm so glad to be here today to yeah. be live. We, we were live for an hour last year, and it felt like it just whizzed by. So they gave us two hours this year, which yeah. is awesome. Well, we basically stole the shop girls. Oh, we did. We yeah. stole so their hour. Just to be clear, we stole their hour. Allie and Harmony are not in town. And so we said, you know what? We can fill another hour with food. This we'll is not a problem. We'll just steal your hour, yeah. and then you can have it back next week. So and they'll be back next week. Yep. And I just want to say thanks to Hammernick's Interior Solution, because they're sponsoring us today at the fair with this lovely booth. You know, the daily broadcast sponsor. And you guys, this new My Talk booth, if you haven't been here yet, wow. I feel like we've arrived. Fancy. Like, from originally in the original My Talk days, we had like a... A 10 by 10 booth with some folding chairs underneath and nobody came no <laughs> that was 11 years ago 12 years ago 13 years ago then we had a trailer yep and there was the giant there was a big rainstorm where Lori and julia were hiding under a table with donnie in the trailer yeah um then we kind of upgraded to an area that at least was like a little set off yeah and the lactation station is even fancier it's got like special doors and it's so quiet and charming in there if you need to feed your baby or change a diaper. Can you fake a baby? Like get a baby burrito and maybe you know head in there and just be quiet <laughs> and just have a moment? A baby Thank you. burrito? I, that's what I would do. I would. I don't have a baby. My giant baby is working at the produce exchange. I love it. <laughs> Her giant baby is working at the produce exchange. We were walking in with him this morning. Jake Larson who yep. you know usually calls during the show. Yeah, which was not calling today. Okay, Ellie could call because she's coming to back down from camp getting ready to go to college. Yeah. Just in case you've been following the saga, she still has no housing that I'm aware of. Uh, she's starting at the U of M, so good. A week to find. She's adulting. Well, not in my home. She's not. So sh my husband said she's probably going to show up on the doorstep this weekend. Yeah. I'm like, are we going to let her in? <laughs> we <laughs> These will. These are the course, things you have to wonder. I know. I'm just. This is so she'll call during the show just because every week one of our children calls during the show, yeah. even though we've been doing this for 11 years. The Great Minnesota get together. I know. There it is. Stephanie, we have spent a lot of time together, but we not have. a lot of time eating together, just talking together. This is weird. We've been t eating, we've been talking about the food, but we have not been eating the food necessarily in each other's presence. Yes. Um, you have done a great job of putting together Thank all you. of the things to eat, things you can skip, things you must have. Yeah. And you know what? I will say we, so obviously day one is sort of the big day for us at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And we put out, you know, a couple guides. Dara does a really great job with her top five. She gets out here at like 7 a.m. and eats everything before noon so she can give people who are coming that first day their, yep. their first list. We do more of a marathon than a sprint. And so we try to kind of do the entire whole day. We eat all the foods. We tallied it up. I was talking about it on Lauren and Julia last night. They're like between all the new food things to eat and things to drink. We did about 87 new things in our face. 87 new foods. And I texted her at 7.30, and we were both here at 8 that morning. And I said, Are, have you eaten them all yet? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I just got into my car. Now I'm going to write about everything. Yeah. When was your last post that you made online? 
Uh, what do you mean? Like that day or no way? That night you said that. Like, oh, I worked. I, yeah. So after we do all the eating, the hard part is then you have to go home and do all the writing. And then that is a thing that you have to do until three in the morning. <laughs> it was a 3.30 a.m. night uh, lights out moment. And, and that then was, we met again the next day. And then day. the next day you get up at 6.30 to go. So let's just say yesterday was, I mean, I was, I will say this. I had to also do the feed, which, you know, I often post on the weekly disc, uh, uh Facebook page. And after writing that at two in the morning and then like reading it the next day, I was like, wow, I talked about making a dress out of tomatoes. Apparently <laughs> that's something that comes to you in some sort of a carb fueled fever dream. It happens. It happens. That's the way it is. Uh, so we are weekly dish and we talk about food and dining and things to drink, things to eat every single week here from nine to 11. You listening, we want to just tell you how much we appreciate you. If you ever miss a show, we want to mention that there is a podcast now of weekly dish. You can podcast each individual hour at podcast one or wherever you get your podcasts. And we started a new podcast that's just for the duration of the fair. It's called podcast on a stick. So each day we're getting state fair stories, we're talking about the food, we're talking about the drinks, but also talking about other things besides food on the podcast on a stick. So entertainment, interviewing some of the vendors that have been out here. I'm dying to talk with Bert from Bert's Brats, who's been serving brats here for 50 years. I keep walking by the booth and he's not there, but they say he's going to be here this weekend. So, really? Yeah. I think that's a story worth telling, don't you? I think also you might want to get in with Carl at the Gizmo. the Gizmos. Yeah, yes. Carl's Gizmos. That might be an interesting chat. There's a lot of, you know, even so, you know, my neighbor, George, who lives across the yes. street from me, he has uh, Funk and Rose leather goods out in the West End Market. He's been here forever. The funny part is when I say, you know, I'm talking to people, I'm like, oh, yeah, my neighbor George. They're like, oh, yeah, we know George. Yeah. Like the vendors all there, like, yeah, yeah, we know George. Everybody knows each other. In fact, we have Dan uh, or Dave coming, Dan, Dan or Dave coming today from uh, Ballpark Cafe, Dan. And he and Dave, they're brothers, and they, you know, they run Ballpark Cafe, and they literally every. I'm like, oh yeah, Jake's working at the produce. Station. Oh yeah, Kevin told me that. I'm like, oh my god. You know what's funny too? Like, <laughs> it's a I, circle. I think I've known Giggles, Tim Weiss, Giggles yeah. from Giggles Campfire Grill for I don't know 20 years. I used to sell him radio time when I worked at K Fan a hundred years ago. Well, and that's what this is. This is 12 intensive days, right? We're all out here. We dip in, we dip out. But these guys are here. I mean, I don't know if anybody. I don't know if they actually sleep or not. I do know that there's some legendary talk of some secret late night places in the oh, fair where you can there's some back rooms where a little some I'm not saying whiskey parties I'm not saying that I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna say I that heard officially you yesterday on Lori and Julia say you have flasks hidden throughout the fair I For don't real. officially that? officially I do not no, officially. I do not officially. Okay, that, Allegedly, I do, that's but even not the tips and tricks that I don't know about. Well, there's certain things you don't put into publication. I see. You know I what see. I'm saying? Stephanie, you can say them on a radio show, but yeah, you can because <laughs> radio it, it goes by so fast. <laughs> okay, so I think we do need to talk about some of the new foods here. Just to start, we're going to talk about everything throughout the whole course of the show. But it's been funny to me to read like your impressions yeah. and to read other people's impressions, other critics, and also just other food people. There have been some kind of controversial things that have bubbled up. Tell me about the controversy. Okay, so I think it's safe to say that you were not a fan of any of the shrimp dishes. Zero shrimp dishes this year, Or guys. the tuna poke. No. Um, there are people, including like Rick Nelson. Hi, Rick, because I know he listens. Yeah. That he liked the he liked the um, shrimp with the avocado. I I got to tell you that is a that floors me. I did not know that. 
And also because the hard, the harder part for that for me is that that is a fourteen dollar dish. I know Lori went off on the pricing of things, and I usually don't because I get it. It's what's worth to you, you know. I mean, it really is what is a value to you to me. Yep. You know, I'll pay ten bucks for something that's a super good value that you may not, you know, hear. But I, to me, a fourteen dollar avocado with a little scoop of shrimp salad in it. Um, it, my bigger part was the fact that that shrimp salad had no flavor. Like I got all onions and zero flavor. I wonder. It's this is at the Hideaway Speakeasy, which is a is that a new place? It was new, I think, last year. It's in the grandstand. It's on the second level by the veranda. Yeah. It's also where you can get a delicious mobster mule, which I had yesterday, which I really, really liked. We're going to talk to the folks from Minnesota Wine here. I think there's a dearth of wine, so that's a conversation that's we'll have in the we'll second talk. hour. Yeah, this is Edelweiss wine. Okay, well, let's talk with Leslie about that. But do you think? Did you try the shrimp thing? Um, I saw people lined up for it in droves, well, and it were came past up. me. I didn't try it; I just watched it, and I thought, "Wow, the people are really liking this dish." There was a big line for it. Well, was it just that? I mean, there's a line, and it's, they yes. have a lot of things at that place. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, here's the thing for me. Every time you go up to a state fair <laughs> booth, there's a chance more than anywhere else that it's going to be different than when it was before because of the fact that they're. That's you know, what I was wondering. Maybe you got like a. Well, I I absolutely have said that. In fact, in my writing thing, the Nordic waffles situation. Yeah. Was absolutely that. I got it. Like the waffles we had were flabby and sort of not awesome, but I got it. There was a line from the minute they opened. Like there was a huge line. And I think that they weren't exactly ready, and they were totally swamped. Yeah. And I think that our waffles were not cooked enough. And does that mean that that means every single waffle is not cooked enough? Does that mean that it's always going to be the exact same way? Of course way? not. No. So I was trying to give people that. Same thing with French Meadow. You know, we stood in line for those earth wings for 35 minutes, and that's not something I'm going to do again because it's cauliflower. But um, also, that to me, they had a they had a fryer down. They had, um, you know, they had all sorts of. Uh, issues with staffing that people just didn't show up so to me that's like the hard part is is that, that that is a situation where you can't control that but yet that's where we were that's yeah you know and the, you have to report on what you experienced the blt i had at the farmers union was one piece of bacon and i was like that's not a blt that's a garnish that's a that's a meat garnish <laughs> that's a blt garnish. that's a that's not a bacon that's but but then everybody else i heard had great sandwiches so i'm willing i'm going back today to get another one and of course i wish i could change it but it's like you know i might go in and update it yeah um i will say that i saw like a seven and a half out of ten rating on that blt sandwich mm -hmm. um they're doing the kernza bread which we covered last year it's a new perennial grain that they're trying in minnesota that yeah. is really interesting they're doing lots of cool stuff with it yeah some people thought that maybe that wasn't the best bread choice for this sandwich. I that like, it was that was the whole point of the sandwich to me is to sort of express and show people, and that's what I actually called out that I was psyched about that because Kernza is something that we're going to see a lot of, and the more that people feel, like get introduced to it yeah. in a new way, the better that it will be for farming across the board. I guarantee you, we are one of the few shows that will extol <laughs> the virtues of Kernza. Kernza today. <laughs> and we will like it. Um, I thought that sandwich looked pretty good. I'll be honest, I haven't eaten as many things as you have because I've been out here, but I've been trying to get to the new things and 
I can't do a 45 person long line. I'm I just know. not that person. I know. So I've been eating a lot of but the classics. But you also know that you have time. Cause uh, yeah. Because you're coming back multiple times. So you have that grace to be able to say like, eh, I didn't get it today. I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I have to stay here because this is my one chance. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and we're going to take a break. Uh, you're listening to The Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. We've got lots of fair food stories coming up for you. We'll be right back. We are here. We are the Weekly Dish. We are live from the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Stephanie Hansen, who's the eater. I'm Stephanie March, editor of all the things. Minneapolis-St. Paul <laughs> Magazine, all things food. And our guest... Our guest is Mr. Dan Tyson of the Ballpark Cafe. Good morning, ladies. I was going to call you Dave, so I'm like, oh, that's Steph, fine. bring it home. Dan or Dave? Dan uh, or Dave? Dave or Dan? Is your well, brother's name Dan? Go, hey, Dave, how are you doing? I go, oh, pretty good. How are things? Like, I don't even like, you, I was going to say, them anymore. I honestly, I go into the ballpark and I'm like, where are the Dan or Daves? I'm like, you guys are kind of a, you know, a unit. So you're concerned. Dave and no, your Dan. brother's... <laughs> Dan. <laughs> this is how it goes. You're Dan and your brother's Dave. Correct. Okay, so you're like, you don't have the same name, but someone just said, you're Stephanie March. I'm like, close. Close, not, yeah. Close. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then my... my they named my brother Donald and then my sister Kathy. Like, they couldn't come up with another D? What the hell? Well, you're not the Kardashians. Darlene? Deborah? Deborah? D- yeah. Doris? D- Darlene? Darlene? Nancy? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Now, you guys, okay, so the Ballpark Cafe is, I'm as far as I'm concerned, it's an institution at the State Fair. Yes. Well, it's 20, 20, so 20 years. years. I know, it's kind of crazy, and I didn't, you know, we started it when I was 24. I, my brother is 12 years older, but... Uh, it's weird. Yeah. I don't feel that. Do you, this you know? is the, what's weird. Is like I sort of long. feel like it's like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you're kind of a heritage spot, and I feel weird about that. <laughs> yeah, because when we started it, we had no idea like what to expect. No. Uh, I mean, I, the first Saturday we opened, I remember we'd been up, like we were just yeah. were talking about, yeah. for hours and hours and hours, and my brother and I started crying. <laughs> and like we had no idea what we were doing, because it's so much different than opening a you restaurant. crying? Yes. Oh, my God, we were crying, hugging, and the bread guy was watching this going... <laughs> You guys are crazy. What's That's wrong insane. with you? That's sweet. Yeah. I mean, okay, so you guys, did you have, so the Ballpark Cafe, right now, you guys, on the outside of the food building, it's the cute little courtyard, you know, it's got a lot of the baseball situation going on, but really, you guys, your story is craft beer. I mean, you guys have sort of, it didn't start out that way, but you are, if you're looking for a brewer to be here, they're going to be at the Ballpark Cafe. Here's an interesting statistic that I just found out yesterday. Okay. In 2005, there were 26 varieties of beer at the fair. In 2017, 396 varieties. It's crazy because when I started out here, it was 3-2 beer. Yes. It was... Uh, <laughs> you had life, to like work hard to get a summit. You, like serious, you had to well, go from booth to booth. I remember that. Oh, it was crazy to go booth to booth. But then when they went to Strong Beer, I did this crazy thing that year. And I put a Summit Oktoberfest on. <laughs> so I went to, instead of seven, I had eight brands. <laughs> It's so that's just it, it's amazing how far it's come once it went to three two. Yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, and then you know the idea of there. Yeah, I remember I remember writing a story of saying, "Oh my God, you guys, you can get Summit at the Midway Men's Club." What? And yeah, it was this it was shocking revelation. And now here we find ourselves in 2018 with not only plenty of craft beer but plenty of insanely crazy. We're calling it craft with a PH. I've been told that I shouldn't call it stunt beers, even though I like stunt beers. Why can't we call it stunt uh, beers? It, they're so great. They, there's, they think it's. I, I'm not insulting. I love it, but it's like I, the, that I'm doing seems craft derogatory. With a yeah, I well, I get the you know the gimmick beer thing, the stunt yeah. beer thing. Yeah, uh, it doesn't mean they probably, don't taste good. It's no, like food on a stick. It still putting, tastes yeah. good. They're putting craft into it, so the, I'm just giving it craft with a PH. And they are. D- 
totally putting the craft in it. But not like not to get off subject quick, but what became like all these brands you were talking about. What I think people don't realize about the fair, and I thought of it one night. It was like, gosh, people see. We used to in foam cups, so now we're in clear cups. Yeah. So people see people walk around with beers. So that's kind of helped with the explosion right. of the craft and stuff. Marketing. Yeah. yeah. Simple marketing. Simple marketing. I know. All right. So let's. What was your first? I'm gonna call it stunt beer for the sake, okay. sake of the that's guest fine. and the show. What was your first stunt beer? <laughs> um, sorry. So the first stunt beer was a mini donut. It beer. was a mini donut beer, and you still have that mini donut beer, and people are just crazy for They're it. They still are crazy for it. Well, it was it debuted at Ballpark, didn't it? It debuted at Ballpark. Um, it was a weirdest story. My wife and I were at the Irish Coffee Stout release party at Liftbridge. Yep. I had a few too many of them, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, and uh, I said. Gosh, they get a beer to taste like this. They should be able to get a beer to taste like a mini donut, right? Yeah. Go home, go to my in-laws' house in Stillwater, wake up in the morning. My wife's like, uh, hello, uh, remember what you said last night? Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> no? The mini donut beer? And she's like, you need to call Hans this morning. So I called Hans Lofgren, yeah. who we've lost since now, last year. Yeah. And uh, he uh, called Dan and them at Liftbridge and the guys, and next thing you know, we were testing it. It's really <laughs> It's kind not, of crazy. It sounds crazy, but it's not a huge stretch to think of like a yeasty donut making a good yeasty, full-flavored beer. Yeah. And but it's the element of that fried, like, and then also that cinnamony sweet without it being just like dumping a bunch of sugar in it. Right. Well, and that's where it came, and we, we did this for like a few weeks, and it just wasn't, the beer was great, but it just was missing something, and then I was like, Let's margarita the rim. Like, I used to bartend. Yeah. You can do this. There you so, go. And that's all it kind of saved. And it's great. Like, now people come out here for this stuff, and it's it's exploded in the last. This is, like, the biggest year with 27. Them, There's I 27 Yeah. <laughs> you brought four beers here I, today. Which of the four are your favorite? I know it's like picking out your favorite child. Well, I know. And I, you feel bad, too, because I have so many great brews. I'm with 27. I, I know. Like, tell, talk to everybody. And, um, which... This is the Bent Brewery Champau. Yeah. Champau is uh, something I'm very excited about. I have, it's like, tell me about it, because it's supposed to taste like flavored champagne. Yes, it has red raspberry and uh, champagne grapes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the fun part about this beer is Bartley over at uh, Bent Brewery approached me like five years ago and said, hey, Kristen is in the homebrew. Let's do the Blue Ribbon winner from last year. So this beer was actually brewed by this Mike Spores from uh i don't know where he's from but yeah. he won the homebrew competition mm-hmm. and then they take and turn it it's actually been all over the board the different types of varieties of stuff we've done with them so it's kind people of people like thing. blue beers i like it i wish it had just a little more fruit yeah since it's if you're gonna drink a fruity beer maybe There's get plenty the fruit of but i like sweet <laughs> yeah exactly uh okay yeah. what's your next second favorite uh okay now i gotta guess remember what these i are. know i'll, I'll right. help you Actually, this one is kind of fun. Uh, the closer, Glenn Perkins, brewed this with uh, Surly. With Surly, yeah. The closer, Glenn I Perkins. Perkins. Yep. I like that one. That's got a. That's kind of. Isn't that the? That's a very hop forward. Hop forward yeah. IPA. And what was great? You know what's fun? I love this one. Yeah. It's kind of. Um, this one isn't very stunty. It's just a really good yeah. hop forward yeah. IPA. And, and who brewed it? Uh, Surly did. Okay, yep. that's why I love it. Mm-hmm. I always love their beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with it's, it's kind of fun. Because we do this Kirby Pucker, which I didn't bring with me, but... That's the dill pickle beer. That's no, 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 that's no, a sour. No, no, no. Okay, so that's tell me sour. about the Kirby Pucker. How oh, did I... I didn't bring that one because it, what 
it's a sour, but what I'd like to do is it's kind of fun tying in like the sports stuff to this versus just, you know, doing a gimmick thing, right. kind of having a theme behind it. Because so. you are the ballpark cafe. Because you are the ballpark cafe. cafe and, and that's why, I, I guess I segue good into this, but this is the Shanlot. Yeah. So th- we had it last year with just a lemon shandy, and this is the pink lemon shandy. I like that one. Really strawberry, delicious. Hibiscus. Yeah, it's sweet, but not too sweet. It's very refreshing. If it were sunny out here, that would be great. It will be later. It was so funny yesterday. <laughs> I know. The rain, Ooh. and I was sitting there, and all of a sudden I was walking out of the stand, and the sun came out, and all 300 people started cheering. It was, oh, I've never that's seen fun. it. it was so I was funny. right there. Were I was there? walking by, and I saw it, and I thought, and then I hear this big cheer, and I was like, that's for the sun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, totally I totally was. thought, I had a moment of like, no one's there. Like, no one like celebrities there. That's for the sun. What's your last one before we wrap up with you yeah. so we can uh, make Passion sure we try Fruit all Pilsner. of your beers? This is, Passion uh, Fruit Pilsner. Ben Paddle. We've done a, this is our third year doing a, a different specialty beer with them. Uh, it's their Pilsner with Passion Fruit infused. Oh, that could be my favorite. Really? I mean, I love the Surly because I like a really hoppy beer, but that is very refreshing. Yeah. I'd I like almost that one. like to have that on ice. It's a good. Do you know what the alcohol content in, is in there? Uh, I think it's around five, it's five a five. and a half. I will yeah. say this. Okay, that nice. was a big effort this year. I feel like everybody hovered in the four to fives. I don't think there's a, there's only one, I think, that's like a 7% ABV. And I don't know who that is. It's not I in your even, Yeah, no, even the stuff I have, I mean, it hovers around most of it right yeah. around there. So yeah. a lot of good, we call those lawnmower beers, where you can yep. have more than two and still mow your lawn. Sessionables, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the well, official term. Yeah. That's the eater great. term is the lawnmower, lawnmower beer. beer. That's good. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, for helping yeah, thing- usher in the craft beer movement here. It's yeah. been super fun. And also go get the garlic fries, you guys. Oh, oh yeah. Right. And also you have a new onion ring batter, you're saying. New onion rings. They're, yeah. Well, they're just, I'm doing them Thinner. a little differently, so they yeah. turned up. Okay, I'm coming over butter. for those. <laughs> you come find me. I'll get I you I will. I love a good onion sure. ring, and your garlic fries are to die for. I know. They're kind of a must That's get. like my family. Like, get the biggest bucket they have. I know. It's awesome. Thank All right. you. Thanks. Thanks, All right. guys. Bye. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for hanging with us at the State Fair. Woo! Yeah. yeah. We want to also thank, uh, by the way, Hammernick's Interior Solutions yes. for sponsoring our stage, our daily broadcast today, and so that we could all hang out with you. I got to say, you guys, this may be the best turnout of a Saturday morning that we've had. <laughs> loving it. Loving it. For those who are sitting in the audience, they got to see Steph and I do our classic bicker off the air, <laughs> which I kind of feel like, you know, I don't know. Do people love us for the fact that we're like sisters from another mister? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, you're we're here. maybe annoying. So that's all who that knows? matters. We've already had beer this morning, so why not top it off with cake? Light sips. Because like, I think technically that's a violation. Oh, I mean, we haven't had beer. I think that's we a, it. an N.A. beer uh, or something. Yeah. But we, uh, yeah, so we're being joined by Kay from Sweetie Cakes. Hey, Good Kay. Good morning. How are you? Kay so, is- Kay's got these delicious cakes that are warm, that are served and baked in a cup, and then they top them with whipped cream. Yeah. Real and whipped cream. Real like a whipped cream. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the fight off air was she was putting the whipped cream on. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I just want to taste like the cake part without it first. And Stephanie was giving me this look like, why would you do that? Let her make her cake. <laughs> so then I tasted it the way that you would get it at the fair. And indeed, that was the better way. Thank you very much. It's a <laughs> peanut butter cake with whipped cream and a streusel. No, actually, that's our toffee. So, so it's not yeah. a... Okay, yeah, yum. that's get, toffee. Get down. 
So we make a toffee from scratch using recipes that I grew up making with my grandmother. I'm a Georgia oh, girl. Yeah. I'm obviously not from Minnesota. Not so I'll just from Minnesota. You can go up here both and say, how's it going, y'all? And that feels real good. Yeah, we say welcome, y'all. Um, but we turned the, the basic dessert recipes. And most of the recipes we grew up cooking, they were in black cast iron skillets and other Yum. things. That's just the way it was done. Real butter, mm. lard for biscuits, mm. strickling, bacon, you know, those types of things. So we actually took some of those southern recipes and we turned them into toffee. So, for example, at the fair... Yeah. Yep. We have a black forest cake. We use real cherry. We grind it into a paste, and that is what goes into our toffee. So you're getting real flavor, real ingredients. Our chocolate peanut butter uses real peanut butter. These are the um, sweetie cakes, or one of the cakes. brand new mm-hmm. fair foods. How did you find your way to the Minnesota State Fair? Do you do other fairs? No. This is the only fair I do. Um, we uh, were uh, participated last year in the grandstand. We had our sticky doohickeys, which are our uh, gourmet rice crispy bars on steroids. They have our toffee in them. <laughs> oh, yum! <So, laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Do they still have those? Oh, I still. Oh, yes, we. Make are you them. only at Sweetie Cakes or not? Are you in the grandstand still or no? No. Okay. okay. So we're just here because uh, they wanted us to come in as a new food this year with our Sweetie Cakes. So this was a new opportunity to just kind of showcase. Sweetie Cakes are our second best-selling product out of all the products we carry. All right. We make clusters. We make um, caramel and oat bars. Yeah. I mean, everything is from scratch. And it's in the food building. Yeah. And this yeah. is, you have a the new space. The Sweetie Cakes is the food building right. only. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But does, do you still have a space over in the grandstand? Okay. So Not sh- this year. So yep. you are at the food building. You're in between the Lefsa and... And the Dairy Bar. The Dairy Bar. Yeah. Mousetrap is right across from us, the cheese curd place. Yeah. Uh, Sarah's Tipsy Pies actually moved down a couple spots, right. so she was very gracious to let us have her spots. Oh, nice. So yeah. we've got cake in there. I love Sarah's Tipsy Pies, too. Yum. Yeah. So let's talk for a second about the Sweetie Cakes, because the first way that I ever had a Sweetie Cake was actually at home, mm-hmm. because it's come, you can buy them. It's a mug cake. It is. It's basically a mug cake. If anybody has been on Pinterest, y'all know what mug cakes are. But the, the thing about it is, so that you make them now, and... Uh, what you do is you're getting them in this little sort of recyclable it paper is compostable container. Cup. It is yep. a compostable cup. But the thing about this is, you guys, you walk into that building, and especially on a morning like right now, you walk in and you ask Miss Kay here for a <laughs> fresh one, and she will turn around and she will hand it back to you. And this is warm as a puppy, is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is a thing that you're going to like walk around, and it's like the bo- the paper cup is warm because it's freshly made. It is. And it is, uh, it is literally something like... Just sort of like soul lifting after all the fried stuff. Yeah, you know, the the thing about it as a new food, you know, that people are always looking for novelty or what's what's crazy that they're making. You know, our brand is simple but good. And we want it to be something that you enjoy, you remember because it is simple and it's good. And that's the whole point of it. So our flavors are different. We do have birthday cake. We have black forest cake. Uh, we do a blackberry cobbler as well as a cinnamon bun. We don't have those with us this year. but Can yeah. I ask you a quick question, Kate? We have sort of anecdotally heard that staffing has been an issue this year. Was that hard for you to Not staff your booth? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. And do you, did you get? Did you do a job fair and people just came? We and put out on um, Instagram. Yeah. We use Instagram a lot. And we had, we've got a lot of first-time workers, so it's kind of, you know, it's nice to be able to give people a good impression on their first job. Yeah. And that was super important. So we have 14 and 15-year-olds. We have some other people that have come back with us this year. I love it. Yeah. 
thank you yeah. for employing some of our young people yeah. because these yeah. are jobs that they can have that don't interfere with school, right? Yeah, I mean, so well, yeah. working like your son working yeah. a stint at the fair—that's awesome. Now, what was it like to like be in the food building? Is it been because you were in the grandstand and you were selling in the grandstand, and now you're in the food building? Is that 180 been, degree different? Is it really? Yeah. What's yeah. different? Um, crowds. You know, people in the grandstand typically go for shopping. Right. They don't expect food. If you're in the food building, you better be prepared to serve. <laughs> you <Yeah>. better have <laughs> the goods. Because they're hungry and they want food. <laughs> have you ever had any moments where you felt like you were going to cry? Like, oh my gosh, no. we just can't keep up? Or No. No, you're a pro. No. All right. I, you know, I, we love what we do. So it's kind of hard to let that overwhelm you. Yeah. I you mean, know, we made, we made 12,500 cakes in preparation for fair. So if you can get through that, <laughs> you can get through it. And that's just our, our mixed that's the packets mix. okay. wow. that we put together. 12,500 cakes. And they're still making more. They're making more. Yeah. Because yeah, that's the that's thing. Is that's what I know. We were talking to Sharon Hannigan at mm-hmm. um, you know the produce exchange where the peaches are. And she's literally put on a Facebook last night, who has goat cheese for me? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not even kidding. I need like 50 pounds of goat cheese. Who's got it? Who's, Who's got, got it? it? I need Get the help. Goats going. Yeah. And when think, you're, oh, sorry. No, I when was, you're here at the fair, like, because you've got to eat. I visit all the booths around me. <laughs> what are you liking so far? Well, how do you go wrong with a pronto pup? Yeah. You know, oh. uh, pronto pup. I haven't, uh, Sarah's Tipsy Pies. Right. Yes. I had the onion gouda plug for that. Yeah. Seriously, that is a great amazing. pie. The bacon onion yeah. gouda. And her new one. Uh, cranberry, cranberry orange. Oh, yeah. Five on ice yeah. cranberry like vodka. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good stuff. I mean, everybody has something. I, ha- I want to try. They've got the seafood place. Amazing stuff. You're in the food building, too. So don't miss Harry Singh's chicken roti. I know. They're down on the corner. They've we got a like, yeah. spicy, delicious, mm-hmm. sweet chutney that goes with Absolutely. the roti. It's really good. Yeah. Absolutely. There's so many. Yeah. Now, is there is there a trade situation? Do people walk up and say, like, hey, you know, can no. I get a cake if I bring you some cheese curds? No, but if they did, that's fine. <laughs> I was going to say, do you wish they did? I do. Do you want me to set that up? Is what you're I'm saying? Right. No, know. you know, we, we pay, we pay our, we give our employees a stipend. Oh, well, that's so, nice. And we want them to use with the vendors on the fairgrounds. Yeah. It's good support. So. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it's super good. Well, thank you for being here today. And thank you for being at the State Fair with thank your new you. Sweetie Cakes. Thank you, thank you I, very much. I owe uh, Kay a trip things that I was like, I, I, she's like, do you want to try to carry that? And I said, yeah, that'd be great. She's like, you just have to bring it back. I'm like, absolutely, I'll bring it back. <laughs> and then I sent one of my Sherpas in. It didn't come back. Who even knows where he actually brought them? You know, he's like, yeah, I dropped it off. I'm like, great. And then she texts me. She's like, did you ever bring that tray uh, back? How about that tray? I know. So <laughs> thank you guys very much. Thank you. Thanks, Kay. Thanks, Kay. All right. Yeah. We are going to continue to talk about all the new state fair foods. We are going to go ahead and take a break. Sure. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. Don't forget that at the end of this hour, we'll do the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. If you want to call in and find out any tips and tricks about the state fair, you can call 651-641-1071. We do the Ask Stephanie portion of the show at about in about 10 more minutes. Yeah, it's the next segment. But let's see. I just want to prep you guys that we have a controversy we're going to talk about. It's the classic fair controversy, and I'm going to ask our studio audience as well. It's the corn dog versus the prawn. We come back. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us at the State Fair. Woo-hoo! All right, you guys. We this is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, so we are going to take some questions. But first, I really want to talk about six five one six four one one zero seven one because I was all confused about the timing. That's so a good idea. You want to ask a question about Steph's favorite fair food or what we're eating or drinking? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. 
Good job. <gasps> okay, so what I want to talk about, though, is uh, last night, uh, as I was leaving the fair, I was walking down, I believe it's Judson down there, uh, maybe it's Carnes, and there's that space where on one side of the street, it's right outside the DNR building, one side of the street you have a corn dog building, the other side of the street, right across, you have a Prano Pup building, and Jake and I sat there, and I'm like, this is it. This is the moment. Let's make the decision. Which one is better? So we got, we just stood in line at one. We got a $4 corn dog. We paid for a $5 Prano Pup. And we sat and we basically judged it as we stood. The best part is I put it on to the socials and I asked, what's better? Did they look alike? They're, they did. They looked basically alike. Yeah. But there's uh, the Prano Pup was a little longer, but otherwise they looked exactly the same. And yeah, the corn dog was a little fatter. Um, I will tell you that I put it onto both Facebook and Instagram, and there's like hundreds of comments of people coming down on either corn dog strong or Prano feelings. Pup. Strong, Very strong feelings at the is, state fair. This is a polarizing thing. And there are people who, and of course, there are people like neither. And then there are people who are like, both why are you making me change you know why are you making me choose but really the thing is is like if you're a corn dog fan you're there for the sweetness you're there for the little bit of corny sweetness and it's it's something that you're it's a flavor thing if you're a prano pup fan you're there because it's uh, a, like a good crisp batter and because you can only get it at the state fair because there the feeling is you can get corn dogs in the freezer case at walmart so why would you do that you come here, it's about a Prano Pup. Oh, I see. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah, because like, there are corn dogs you right. can buy in the store. Yeah, So, but there's definitely people are saying the batter is plain and boring on the Prano Pup and the corn dog is just a waste of your time because it's too sweet and crumbly. Like, literally, there is some serious shade being thrown on both at, at on the Facebook page. So I'm loving that. I will say I pulled our audience All here, right here. And we have 11 corn doggers and 8 Prano Puppers. Okay, that's kind of surprising. I know. Foodie people, they like the corn dogginess. They like that corn crunch yeah. that they get in the corn dog. So my big question for my Ask Stephanie portion of the show is to ask Stephanie, what's your if I had if you were leaving the fair and you only had five dollars left in your pocket and you and there was a corn dog stand and a prano pup stand in front of you, what would you choose? Prano pup. You go prano. I've pup. already eaten two. <laughs> Like I haven't eaten. I've eaten two Prano Pups. I've eaten uh, Taco King's nachos. I've eaten a Gizmo. I've eaten. But the uh, Prano Pup. Yeah, totally. It's a Prano Pup situation. A hundred percent. Okay. But I think it's like the nostalgia of it as much as the taste, and I want extra mustard. And oh. then I have to like make sure I have a napkin because I'll walk around with mustard on my face half the day. But Prano Pup. But would you? You get. You've gotten both. Like you eat both. Yeah. But okay. I. But they, I they came down to it, and it was your last five bucks. Yeah, Prano right. Pup. Because that. What you said about the corn dog texture on the outside of the dog, it is a little crumbly. Mm -hmm. I like that more crispy Crisp fried. Batter. It's a pancake batter situation. Yeah, like that it gets on your lips yeah. where it's a little oily. Yeah. I like that part. Pe love peace and corn dog grease. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I will tell you that for, for me, I kind of still don't know. I literally get, I literally, it's whatever's closest. So if they were sitting there, it is. I'm like, ooh, Prana Pup, oh, corn dog. Oh, whatever's closest. Whatever's yeah. closest, however, or whatever line is shortest too. But if it was a choice, and I had to walk out and I had to pick one up. I think I'd probably go corn dog. Okay. Yeah, I think I would because of just the that flavor. That doesn't surprise me. And We're never the same. I know. I know. So anyway. 651-641-1071. If you have any questions, we do have a live question out here at the fair. Uh, what is your question, sir? You'll have to step up to the microphone because she can't reach it. A right, couple of things. First sure. off, food building, wild rice specialties has a wild rice corn dog. Oh. Okay. Good and intel. we like a good wild rice corn dog. Yeah. And friend of mine tried the smoked ice cream at Blue Moon. 
She said interesting. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, Steph, what did you think? Thank I, you for your question. Thank you. I, You know what? I The smoked ice cream was... The, the, the texture of that soft serve is actually some of the best at the fair. I could not find any smoke whatsoever in that. Like, huh. none whatsoever. But they have a coffee flavor that was delicious. And what I would do, and this is sort of like what I said. I know I've been doing a lot of, like gaming the fair food and I'm not making a lot of fans at some of the stands I'm like hey put this on this I'm like modifying but the thing is is I would they offer this they have a lift bridge root beer float situation put that smoked soft serve do the coffee soft serve in the root beer float and that is a win okay that sounds amazing I would do that all day long if anybody else live has a question we'll take you on air 651-641-1071 Steph, people want to know, what is your favorite hamburger out here? Oh, that's easy. In fact... Is it? Because, you know, you're the burger queen. But I don't think of burgers at the fair. I don't know about you guys if you feel that way. But, I, yeah, I'm not feeling like... I don't really do burgers at the fair because I do burgers every Every other other day day of my life. But I don't... But there is one burger that I come to at the fair, and I've already gotten it for Jake. I grabbed him one on the way to give him, well, to feed him while he was working. And then I'm going to go and get it. Usually it's a state fair tradition for me to get it after the broadcast. So I go up to the Midway Men's Club. And the Midway Men's Club is just right up there. And this is a steamed burger, you guys. This is nothing crispy and, like, smashy and fancy. This is a, I get a double cheeseburger, and I get a lot of pickles and and raw onions, and I say, make it the pickle city to make sure that they know that I want so many pickles that it's crazy. And then you get a beer there, you guys, and it's $11 for the burger and the beer. All right. It's crazy. And because they have like a big beer for five bucks. Yeah. No, the Midway Men's Club is one of those great little institution spots that you should just, it is busy. It is crazy All sometimes. of the money that they make there, it's all volunteer. They donate it to the Midway Men's Club that's based out of St. Paul in the Midway, and they do good works for people in need. Oh, that's great. So it's like your money goes towards a good charity in St. Paul doing good work, too. So that's I, I'm all about yep. spending my five bucks for my summit at the Midway Men's Club. Do you have a favorite burger? Do you have a burger situation? Um, if I'm going to have a burger, I have it there. Yeah. I'm going to have it there. Um, I'm interested in trying the sliders at Hangers. There's like, uh, oh, I'm getting the maybe, maybe not. I, you know, they were, I, and I've said this before, but they were so slammed on day one that they, I think their execution on the food was just not going to be possible anyway. Yep. I heard lots of stories of people not, you know, menu items kind of going missing and there's like some person saying, oh, they just told me they were out of this. And then three minutes later, somebody walked away with one. You know, there was a lot of stuff, but I, what I'm saying is they just had to kind of catch their breath. And every day at the fair is a new day, right? So maybe they restock, maybe they get yeah. new staff. Maybe it's like, oh, we got to regroup. Yeah. And I do believe that they there's, um, I, th- I like the slide. Ours were the ones that we tried were so they were cooked to the point where they were like almost Pucks. fossils. <laughs> it was almost a fossil situation. But they were uh, uh, the flavor. I mean, like the toppings were cute. The bun was good. I just, you know, for me, a slider is a, it's, tr- it's actually trickier because you're you're gonna. It's a bigger chance of overcooking. Right. And so I would say my move up there is to get that pork belly. To get a bacon-wrapped pork belly on a stick. We're going to have to eat that today. That was one of the things that I think has been a fair favorite for you. Yeah, I loved it. And that's because it was perfectly greasy and good, and it was really well-cooked without... A bacon-wrapped situation gets tough because you're going to take a bite from it, and if it's not done well then you pull away and the entire bacon thing comes off some of those bacon wrapped turkey legs those are horrible because you they don't remind work. me of like being on top chef where they have to make the perfect bite and it's too much of a bite and so they don't score very well yeah you always like the good perfect bite i do that's my thing um 
I just want to ask straight out, worst thing you've eaten? Just worst. Where you were like, why is this even in my mouth? I don't, I will tell you this. There was a couple years ago we had like a shrimp thing that was a little bit terrifying. Uh, And so that was that. I haven't, there was nothing that was like, just there was nothing that I had to walk away from because I was dying from it. But there was, you know, I will tell you this. The tuna poke, which I know this has been a very big controversy this year. Some people really liked it. Rick Nelson liked it. You know what? Maybe the problem was that the minute that I was eating that, I was standing with Tim McKee of, you know, the the fish guys. He's a fish purveyor and a James Beard award winning chef. And he took the second bite and he was like, Okay, he's like no comment, and he walked away. <laughs> so I, the, so me, you were tainted. I was probably, but I. The thing with it is, the flavor was fine, and it was cold. It was appropriately cold, but that also hides when something is that cold. It hides something, and then the other piece of it is the tuna was so it was grainy and mealy. Okay, you know what I mean, like, and that's just because it was okay. so cold. It's not not that it's not safe, and not that it's not you know. But that was my point. Is like I don't know. I'm not going to eat poke at the fair anyway. So what? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit. We've got some guests coming on, but um, if you had to do like a classic fair food, like the thing that you go to, I know you don't want to say it because then the lines will be longer. Yeah, I know. It happened yesterday. <laughs> it was raining you yesterday, right? Downpour. You guys saw the rain. Yeah. Still a block long line for my pretzel at the pretzel house. This is the problem, right? Why? I feel like we all know we're in agreement. If you've had the pretzel at the pretzel house, which is basically you know, salty, buttery dough. Would you eat the salty, buttery dough on a stick that they have with the sausage? Let's not muck it up. We have perfection with salty, buttery dough. Oh, because like, I we thought don't... that sounded so good. I know. No, Jake likes that one. He always gets the pretzel dog. I get the pretzel. But then the key is, you guys, is to walk over to the Moo Bar and get a vanilla shake. And then you dip your salty, buttery dough into that vanilla shake. Okay. That's like Wendy's and the shake with the it's fries. magic. Yeah. Nah, no, nah. you're not in? Nope. All salt. Right. Don't mess up my salt with my sweet. I'm oh, gonna have... That's the only time that I do because it's, a, it's like a creamy sweet that's a little bit soft. Yum. It's not like a sauce sounds delicious There's all sorts of texture yes. things that have to work out well we are live out at the state fair you are listening to the weekly dish and you can catch us every week if you miss a show you can always find us on itunes or podcast one or wherever you find your podcasts we will start uh, adding more content to our podcast feed too so in addition to getting each hour of the show every week we'll add a little bit more content for you so we're going to take a break we'll be right back